know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hi, listeners. Welcome to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. We've got a couple of very good, informative guests for you today. For all you poker players out there who are tired of the grinding uh, No Limit Hold'em games, we got an expert in Pot Limit Omaha. His name is Herbert Akalovitz, Akalovitz, and he's written with a partner, Vladimir Tashner, He's written Mastering Pot Limit Omaha to tell you how to become a great Pot Limit Omaha player. There are very few books on the subject out there that are current. His is. I've started to read it. It's already helped me. And I think you'll enjoy hearing from him about what's in this great book. Then we'll be joined by Clinton Cartwright. He is the founder of One Move Poker and a team member of Blue Shark Optics. Stay tuned. We'll also have a mailbag segment and uh, we'll fill your hour with poker joy. So stay tuned. We'll get back to House of Cards in just a little bit. But I want to ask you, how's your fantasy football team doing? If you're like me, you'd probably love to start over and get a new team. Well, let's be honest, we all went with Big Ben Roethlisberger. 12 touchdowns in two weeks. So, hey, put him on my team. I gotta tell you, our Jets producer is loving this commercial read right now. But you know what? I can start all over this weekend with a brand new team. That's the great thing about FanDuel.com. Every week is like a new season. Chris Prince from Detroit is an avid fantasy football player who has won over $656,000 playing fantasy sports at FanDuel.com. Join him and the hundreds of thousands of other users who have already won money. FanDuel is a leader in one-week fantasy football leagues, no season-long commitments, and no upfront fees. They got immediate cash payouts, and you play each week or whenever you want to. It's all up to you. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. The new user special is ending soon, and FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks. That's up to $200 free, but the offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today with promo code HOC. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. 
Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Texas Hold'em, daily tournaments, and sit-and-goes. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you trust, so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER. That's 24025-6537. Pro Caliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. How lucky you are. With Ashley Adams. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Who the hell do you think you are? Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. And a little preface, I think, is in order. I play a lot of poker. Uh, I play No Limit Hold'em and Seven Card Stud and Dealer's Choice Games. And when I'm at Foxwoods or any number of other large casinos, I often walk around and look at the action in other games. And what I've noticed over the last two, two and a half years, 
is that, my God, there are some unbelievably juicy pot limit Omaha games, but I'm intimidated because I think of myself as a no-limit hold'em and stud specialist, and I wouldn't want to be up against great players in Omaha. So along comes this book called Mastering Pot Limit Omaha. Mastering Pot Limit Omaha. Write it down. And it has a very easy-to-follow and powerful way of learning how to be one of those guys sitting at the Pot Limit Omaha table taking other people's money. So we're going to have on today as a guest the co-author of it. His name is Herbert Okolovitz, and he has written Mastering Pot Limit Omaha with Vladimir Tushner, who's also known as Insider 19. So, Herbert, welcome. Hello. Hello. So give us some of your personal background. What did you do that led you to the poker table? How is it you became an expert and coach at uh, Pot Limit Omaha? Well, actually, that's a, a, a pretty long story, but I'm, I'm going to start call, uh, make it uh, short. So I studied philosophy, and during my PhD, I started to play poker with friends. And one thing led to the next so i started playing at the poker school which was poker school uh, pokerstrategy.com and i i learned playing poker with them and then there was a job offer i applied they they chose me and i i worked for poker strategy as content editor in the beginning and then as um head of education and um in this time, I, I pretty much put a lot of studies in PLO, Port Limit Omaha, and yeah, that's it. Okay, well, that's a good story. When did you realize that you had chops that were good enough to warrant writing a book on the subject? Well, actually, I, I was always more on the writing side, so I wrote a lot of articles for the pokerstrategy.com, this poker school. And uh, when um, Byron Jacobs uh, from DNP Publishing asked me if I would like to write a PLO book, I said yes. Well, that's very good. And how did you hook up with your partner? Um, actually, I, I knew Vladimir from my time at pokerstrategy.com because um, he was a coach there too. And we were in contact, and um, I thought he would be the ideal partner to write the book. Nice. So, yeah, that's how we got there. And how did you break up the labor of writing? Did you just talk to each other and have somebody tape it, or did you uh, write some chapters and him, he write others? And if so, how did you figure out which ones you were going to write? Well, uh, basically, we, we divided the book in two parts. Uh, as, as you can see in the... Um, Table of contents too. There's a theory part, and there's a practice part. And since my strength is uh, more theory, and Vladimir is more the practical part of the game, so we decided it like this. I wrote the theory part, and Vladimir the practical part. Of course, we discussed all all chapters together and worked on it together. But basically, each one of us wrote like. I wrote the theory chapter, and he wrote the practical chapter with the hand examples. Okay. Um, just a word of uh, logistics word. If you, you seem to be going in and out the volume. So if you can stay really? yeah, relatively okay. the same distance from whatever microphone. I know we're using some 
convoluted hookup to make sure that this works. Where are you, by the way, right now? Where are you? I'm in uh, Barcelona right now. Oh, my goodness. What brings you? Is that where you live? Yes, I, I live here with my family. Are you Spanish? No, no, I'm, I'm German. But my wife is Italian. Oh, and... so you're German, she's Italian, so naturally you live in Barcelona. Yes, yes, that's how uh, life goes sometimes. <laughs> Do you ever play at Casino de uh, Barcelona? Yeah, I, I used to play there when there's the uh, EPT uh, tournament series and the bigger games are going. And sometimes, well, uh, I go there as well. Is the, rake, I play... is the rake still prohibitively high in the cash games? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, I noticed that in Europe, they a lot of those rooms, they just rape you with the rake. I don't understand why players even play. <laughs> yes. But do they have Sometimes. a regular do they have a regular pot limit Omaha game there? Uh yes, there are usually uh, there's a 200 euro game going and a 1000 euro game like almost every day. Wow. So pot limit Omaha has really caught on in Europe. Uh, I, I believe so. It has. It has. Okay. Well, let's get to your book. Enough preliminary stuff. Tell us, I mean, you've already described it very generally. There's a theory and there's a practice. But what makes your book worth reading? Um, well, the, the first reason is there weren't any books about Pot Limit Omar in the last three years, I think. So um, the older books, like there are a couple of them, they are outdated from the strategy advice, and they have a different approach too. Like, the old books, they never consider a game plan or uh, some more holistic approach. And in our book, we try to develop uh, a game plan as a sort of holistic approach to the game, which means to make it short. Like, you don't think to play how, how to play a hand, but you think more on, on ranges, what is your range, what is the range of the other guy, and how do you approach the game in general. So that's the, the key difference to the older books. Listeners, will be back after a commercial break. Take care. Attention taxpayers, if you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, it's a fact that the government has the power to take everything you own, including your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. There's a special toll-free tax hotline set up especially for you. This tax hotline will tell you about new programs that are geared to help you dramatically settle, reduce, or eliminate what you owe. But you have to call now. Take down this number or put it in your cell phone. But call 1-866-577-4680. That's 1-866-577-4680. 577-4680. When you call, you get free information on how you can reduce or eliminate back taxes, including penalties and interest. You can also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you have been entered into a payment plan but can't make the payments. Don't make the big mistake in thinking you can ignore or handle your tax problem on your own. You can stop the collection process immediately. Call this special tax hotline today for free info at 1-866-577-4680. That's 1-866-577-4680. 1-866-577-4680.
You're listening to the House of Cards. I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Hello, listeners. Welcome back. Listeners, for those who haven't been listening since the beginning of this interview, we're talking Herbert Akolovich. Okay. Um, now, there are very few, as you pointed out, very few Potlim and Omaha books, and really none in the last couple of years. But there are a lot of Holden books that vary in their strategic advice. Can you compare how you treat Potlim and Omaha to how some other authors treat Hold'em so that our listeners will have some idea of where you fit? I mean, are you like the Bill Chen of Omaha or more like uh, somebody else? Well, actually, the, the, the Book of Chen, the, the Mathematics of Poker, of course, had, had a huge influence in all future books because it, it implemented game theory um, in, in poker in a way. And well, I, I I couldn't really tell what's the what's the the difference between a, the approach you 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 approach in a Holden book to a put limit Omar book. But it's it's obvious that Holden is way easier to quantify and to visualize because you only have a, a couple of hands compared to to Omaha. So in Omaha, you need to build categories of hands. You need to make patterns um, because otherwise if you try to calculate all possibilities it's just way way too huge and way too much okay can you give us at least a couple of significant kernels of knowledge from your book i realize you're not going to be able to quote an entire chapter i'm not looking for that but can you give us a concept or two to whet our appetite for what else is in the book and to give us a sense that you know what you're talking about. What's in there that our listeners can can appreciate? Uh, well, actually, you, you need um, an holistic approach to the game because usually, like, how the, the brain of, of humans work, like, we're always focused on objectives and, and short-term stuff, but there are a lot of players out there, and they, they look at the hand and say, oh, no, it's pretty, I'm, I'm going to play it. And they don't look at the situation, like how many players will be in the pot, how big the pot will be compared to your stack. And uh, do you want, like maybe you want to continue on the flop, but are you able to continue on most on, on the turns? And will you be able to call on the river? So this is everything you, you should plan beforehand. You, you play the hand. And in our book, we try to explain um, how you can achieve this uh, to to manage your play better in the sense that you, you look on more factors and try to implement them in your daily routine. Okay. So if I'm being more aggressive and I'm, I imagine I'm being looser than the traditional guidance of like what categories of hands are playable, it used to be a very narrow range of hands. You'd want big wraps and things like that. Um, can you give us some sense of how this book, if we follow your advice, 
might open up our game by what kind of percentage of hands we might be playing in a typical pot limit Omaha game? Uh, well, uh, this depends a lot on on the the quality of the other players. But in general, like if you say like you play aggressive, usually like you 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 intend something like okay, you play aggressive, you're going to risk something, or yeah, you you just like try your luck or try to bluff the other guy out. That's not the key aspect. The key aspect is more that you think about okay, this guy plays these hands and if there's a flop does this flop hit his range so if you think that he, he won't be able to, to continue on this flop you can attack the board but you know that's not risking a lot it's just based on 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 thoughts and insight in the game and then you will be able to to win a lot of thoughts uh, uncontested and um, that's the the way we understand this aggressive approach mentioned in the title. Fair enough. Uh, let me just ask you a few practical questions before we go. I, I imagine you as an online coach have a lot of students to draw from. How much time would it take a typically bright, good Hold'em player to go from knowing a little bit about Omaha, knowing the rules, having played it a little bit, to being a solid, if not a championship level, but a solid pot limit Omaha player using your book as a guide. How long is it going to take him to um, to master pot limit Omaha? Um, well, I, I couldn't measure it in, in weeks or months, but um, it will take him as long as he understands the, the, the major uh, differences between Hold'em and, and Omaha. So he knows already the math, like he knows the equities and all that stuff. But there are quite some some structural differences. For instance, like in Hold'em, um, it's usually not an error to fold. In, in Omaha, it's an error to fold too much. So um, there, there are a couple of key differences. Um, for instance, even regarding hand strength on, on, on typical boards. Um, so once he managed to, to analyze, well, uh, how his range is intact with flops, how hand strengths really work in Potlimit Omar, uh, then, then he will be a, a great Omar player. Okay, I think that's a good rough answer. One last question. Uh, is this book applicable to people that are interested only in tournaments, or is it really just a cash game book? Well, our main focus was cash games because we, we don't consider any tournament, uh, for, for instance, like uh, Chip EV, like the differences in this. Um, so it, it's basically for cash game. But if you, if you understand the principles of the book well, you can apply them to tournaments too. Fair enough. Where, um, where do I get this? Is this available on Amazon yet? It is available on Amazon yet uh, already and uh, on other bookstores. And there will be a couple of promotions uh, uh, in poker schools or even in forums. So you have to look out for it. Do you have a website you want to direct our listeners to? 
Uh, actually, at the moment, I don't have a website. Okay, so they'll go to Amazon and they'll look for Mastering Pot Limit Omaha by Herbert Akalovich and Vladimir Tashner, and uh, we'll all be very happy. All right. Thank you, Herbert. All right. Anything else yeah, you want to say before? Anything else you want to say about the book before we close? Uh, I wanted to uh, to thank uh, the editors like BNP Publishing, uh, especially Byron Jacobs and Dan Edelman for the great work they were doing, and for my co-author uh, for Vladimir that we finally managed to yeah to finish the book, and yeah I hope uh, it will be a good read for for the poker players out there. I can say that the first two chapters are a good read. I can't say beyond that because I'm still reading, but I can recommend to our listeners this is a book you can understand. It is not so dense with numbers and formulae that you will just throw it away because you can't figure it out. Uh, I've yet to conclude that it's going to help my game because I've only worked two chapters into it, but I'm eager to read the rest, and I appreciate your time, Herbert, uh, joining us today. Yeah, you're always welcome. Okay, thank you. Listeners, we're going to be right back after a quick break. Are you still shopping the old-fashioned way? Well, then buzz on over to bzid.com. Bzid is your number one online auction source for brand-name new items from companies like Apple, Sony, Canon, Dyson, Samsung, and more at discounts of 75 85 and 99% off retail. Go to bzid.com and use the offer code VIP and get three bids for the price of one. That's offer code VIP to get three bids for the price of one. Go to bzid.com, B-E-E-Z-I-D.com, bzid.com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. 
If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, this is Dave Weishaddle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of November 17th, 2014. Well, the poker world has a new champion. Martin Jacobson has won the World Series of Poker's main event. The 27-year-old native of Stockholm defeated Felix Stevenson in an hour-long heads-up duel. Not only is this Jacobson's first WSOP bracelet, it's his first win of a major live poker tournament. Jacobson, who now resides in London, took home $10 million in prize money. Congratulations. And have you ever wanted to go to college on the boardwalk in Atlantic City? Well, soon you'll be able to. Stockton State College of New Jersey announced it is buying the former Shobo Casino and plans to use it as a satellite campus. The sale would include the 28-acre site and the 1.4 million square foot building. And finally, the Las Vegas Review-Journal reports that the MGM Resorts is in preliminary talks with the NHL to bring a professional hockey team to Las Vegas. So let me get this straight. The NFL is playing games and wants to bring a team to London. The NHL wants to bring a team to Las Vegas. And both places have sports betting, but both leagues are going to court to prevent New Jersey from getting sports betting because it might hurt the integrity of the sport. You can look all around and not a sign of hypocrisy. Nothing but sincerity as far as the eye can see. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Well, I guess he couldn't be any worse than Tim McCarver is at sportscasting. In my view, as good as the Yankees were in the first half of this game, that's how as bad they've been now. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We are here with a guest on the phone, Clinton Cartwright. He is the founder of One Move Poker and a team member of Blue Shark Optics. We're going to find out about both of those things. But before we do, let me just make sure that he's there. Clinton, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Great. How's it going? It's going great. Now, you're on the phone. Where are you located right now? I'm actually uh, located in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is where I uh, where I live. Um, so, you know, I try to stay close to home as much as possible when I'm not on the road uh, teaching seminars or, or out there trying to make a name for ourselves playing. Now, if you're in Charlotte, that's kind of a poker dead zone. Where do you play your live poker? Well, everybody thinks it's kind of a poker dead zone, but the reality is, is this place is hopping with Great, great card players. Um, there's a lot of underground games here in Charlotte that we, you know, we get into and play. Um, I, yeah, I've played in a couple of underground games, but do you um, do you play in any public poker rooms? Uh, right now, there's no real public poker rooms around here. Um, the closest thing we have is 
uh, Cherokee, um, Harris Cherokee in Cherokee, North Carolina. Yeah, do um, they still have the Poker Pro machines, or do they have live dealers now? They have a live 2-5 game going um, as of, like, since the circuit event, which was uh, last April um, is when they started doing that. And hopefully, you know, the pro, the one-two games are still on the uh, poker pro tables, which are awful. I mean, I just, <laughs> I, I really can't play on them. Well, at least I you don't have algorithm. to. At least you don't have to tip. Well, I, you know what? I'm a generous tipper. If I'm winning, it, I'm taking care of everybody. So uh, the thing is, is you know, with the two-five table up there, it's fun. Um, it gets, you know, it plays a little bit big because it's the only. You know, it's the only live table they have at all there. So it does play big at some, in certain spots. Um, but, you know, there's a ton of, of good live games that go on here in Charlotte. Uh, again, like I said, it's just most of them are underground. So, we, you know, we don't get to talk about them. As yeah, much. as in illegal. I know I played in them, and they were they had moved around some because a couple, actually more than a couple. There were some big games that were busted when I was down there a few years ago. Uh, but it's a shame, man. They should legalize it. Hey, man, they should. And uh, we're actually working with, um, you know, with some people in the house to uh, legalize a few bills to allow more charity gaming around here in Charlotte, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, a little bit a part of what we're um, trying to get into. But, again, you know, waiting on the government to pass any laws are uh, (laughs) hard at this point. Good luck. Now, if you were to be going north, how long would it take you to get to uh, Maryland Live, which is a new room up near Baltimore? about six hours from us uh drive time oh wow um, that's a long way i'm actually looking forward to getting up there and playing because i've heard some tremendous things about it uh obviously i I haven't been there myself um to check it out but i have one of my team members uh uh george webster he lives in richmond so he's about two hours away an hour and a half or so away from there he says it was awesome 50 plus tables that are packed all the time and uh you know, it's got a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff going on. I know the PPC was doing satellite events there, so we're looking forward to uh, to getting up there and playing a lot there. Great. Well, tell us about uh, One Move Poker. What is that? Well, One Move Poker was we basically created the company to help uh, to help players progress their game. Um, we actually we do cha- we do a lot of charity events, uh, a lot of corporate events, so. The company was started based on doing corporate events and running charity poker games and and helping, you know, to have a good understanding of the game, you know, make sure we, you know, we're teaching the right rules to our TDs and making sure that the charity games are being ran as a poker tournament would be in a casino. And then from there, you know, doing that, I met a lot of good players, great players um, that I hand-selected to become a part of the poker team, and from that is when we branched off, started doing uh, poker seminars, training classes, working with different charities to help give packages away to uh, so that people could learn the game. Because a lot of these charity events or, or low buy-in events, you know, people come out to have a good time but really didn't understand what they were doing. So give me um, an example of uh, where and how you'd run a charity game. Is it? I mean, can you do that in the Charlotte area and get uh, the police to say okay, or are you running them somewhere other than in the Charlotte area? Well, in the Charlotte area, it really depends on who you know and, you know, the cause you're going for. Um, there's some strict guidelines that we have to follow, abide by, 
and make sure that, you know, we pass it through the DA of the county. We are mostly out of the Charlotte area. Um, we're looking to expand, but we haven't gotten there yet. Um, we're definitely, you know, based here in Charlotte. And uh, the, the charity bill that there actually is in the House right now to be voted upon, so we've kind of laid back a few on the charity games, and we do a lot more corporate stuff right now um, for Christmas parties and stuff that there's not betting allowed or, you know, there's no buy-in. It's just kind of a fun atmosphere. But we're actually teaching the game and teaching crafts and, and three-card poker and some other stuff. But it's hard running charity events right now because a lot of the charities that I was working with, they just want to put it on hold because they're government-funded. And if they get caught, you know, quote-unquote illegal gambling, you know, then they can get their grants taken away. So we've kind of hold back waiting for this bill to pass, which it was supposed to be last week. Um, on the 1st, it was supposed to go into, into effect. However, again, we're waiting on the government, so nothing's uh, going to move quickly. Well, has it moved through committee yet in North Carolina, or is it, uh, is it already been passed by the House and Senate waiting for the governor to sign? Where is the bill? It, it's actually sitting dead right now. Um, it's got a lot of support. It, it hasn't gone through the House or the Senate. It's, is it in committee? Well, now they're going to have to rewrite it um, oh. just because the date was basically the, on the bill. It said effective October 1st. Um, so right there it tells me that it's going to have to be rewritten. And, you know, I'm good friends with a lot of the PPA directors, uh, the, P, the PPA director for the state I'm good friends with, and we're working on trying to contact them to see where the bill is, what's going on, what we can do to help promote it, to help pass it. All right. In the meantime, you said you have a coaching business. How does that work? Absolutely. I, uh, in early last year, I brought on um, three really keen, smaller name pros, um, but very good at what they do. Uh, and, you know, one was uh, Scott Cooper. Was, he was my lead instructor. Scott Cooper? Wasn't he an astronaut? <laughs> yes, he was an astronaut. <laughs> but... Uh, He's, um, His play he's is out of this world. Yeah, absolutely. The play is always out of this world. No, he was. He came along uh, to a lot of our charity events that we were holding and, and running, and we got to know each other pretty well. And then, you know, again, like I said, I wanted to, to tap into the more poker side and being able to train people that wanted to learn the game, um, you know, at, at a, a lower stakes level because – the way that you look at it is a lot of these poker coaches want three, four, five, six hundred dollars an hour to coach people. And, you know, the normal player is not going to be able to afford that. So what we did is we started, you know, coaching sessions for lessons for like a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars a person to come in for three hours. And we actually gave them a good seminar on, on that. Um, Scott Cooper was my first pro that I picked up and he helped me design classes. Then also brought on Mark Rhodes, who was a member of uh, Blue Shark Optics, who still is a member of Blue Shark Optics. When you um, say a member of Blue Shark Optics, aren't they a sunglasses company? We're a poker glasses company. Okay. Not, not sunglasses. Okay. Poker glasses company. So being a member Absolutely. of Team Blue Shark Optics, what does that mean? You sell well, poker glasses or you do what? Well, we represent the brand. Um, we obviously wear their uh I, their product you know at the table or you know represented in some form or fashion um if if you you know come out to wsop or any other big events you know any wsop circuit events i'm sure 
a lot of uh, people have met Carrie, who's the owner of Blue Shark, who got it started. And what it is, is it's actually a poker glass. It's made for poker. Instead of, you know, where sunglasses will, will make it darker inside, these actually bring in the light. Right. And I've so, seen them. They're great product. I didn't mean to diminish the importance of the product. I think they, they're great. You can put them on, and it doesn't make anything darker, except you can't see your eye. The other people can't see your eyes, which is what you're trying to do, and it can actually right. help uh, bring more light into it. What I meant was, aside from being people that sell and promote glasses, what does being a member of the team mean as far as poker skills or anything? Well, I mean, as far as poker skills, you know, there's a wide range of uh, of team members, and they range from everything from, you know, more of the amateur level that are getting into the game all the way up to, you know, obviously Jonathan Little, um, Chris Moneymaker, uh, recently signed Greg Raymers aboard as some of the bigger-name pros that are representing the company as well. So it, Kerry took a line where he wanted to bring a, a whole team of players on, and like I said, it was – from amateur level to all the way up to the biggest pros of it Great. in the game. Great. I want you to give and, our listeners your uh, website, Clinton, so that they'll be able to contact you either for One Move Poker or for uh, Blue Shark Optics. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go to the website. It's www.thenumberonemovepoker.com. And uh, you can email me directly at clint at onemovepoker.com, and we can talk about uh Coaching sessions, whether it be group, individual, um, and, you know, obviously if you're in the Charlotte or North Carolina area, we can talk about running events for you. Um, You can also talk to us directly about, you know, getting your own pair of Blue Shark Optics. Great. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Good luck with your legislation. Good luck with your legislation, Clint. Thank you. Thank you. That's going to be the hardest work I have to do the next six months. All right, I wish you success. That's Clinton Cartwright, who is the founder of One Move Poker and a team member of Blue Shark Optics. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards. Just wondering, how's your fantasy football team doing? I tell you, if you're like me, you probably love to start all over and get a new team. Well, let's be honest, we all went with Big Ben Roethlisberger, 12 touchdowns in two weeks. So, hey, put him on my team. I got to tell you, our Jets producer is loving this commercial read right now. But you know what? I can start all over this weekend with a brand new team. That's the great thing about FanDuel.com. Every week is like a new season. Chris Prince from Detroit is an avid fantasy football player who has won over $656,000 playing fantasy sports at FanDuel.com. Join him and the hundreds of thousands of other users who have already won money. FanDuel is a leader in one-week fantasy football leagues, no season-long commitments, and no upfront fees. They got immediate cash payouts, and you play each week or whenever you want to. It's all up to you. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. The new user special is ending soon, and FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks. That's up to $200 free, but the offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today with promo code HOC. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. 
Pro Caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Texas Hold'em, daily tournaments, and sit-and-goes. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you trust, so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with the $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. Well, why don't you get back there and play some cards? Are we going to play poker? Can when I when I have a when I have a big decision? I would love to watch you play cards. I would love to actually play the game.
Federal listeners, welcome back. This is House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams. I'm joined in studio by my producer, uh, Dave Weishattle, and uh, his brother Doug just played the intro. Was that Phil Hellmuth? What is that from? Do we know? I got to tell you, my earphones aren't even working, so I have no clue. What was it, Doug? Well, what? <laughs> like I'm going to hear him behind the glass. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very interesting. So, well, can you can't hear me, Dave? Can't hear. Then take you know your. What? I'm headset. taking them off. You're in the same room. Hey, stripping <laughs> down, taking his headset. Yeah, off. yeah. Uh, so, what do we have this week? Well, we got a question that's right up your alley. Everyone now knows that Steve Wynn has the one and only Boston area casino license, beating out Mohegan Sun. Correct. Uh, that kind of sparked a debate in Pennsylvania because there's one more casino license for Philadelphia. And guess who are the two applicants? Uh, Wynn? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> oh, there you go. Steve Wynn and uh, Mohegan Sun. There you go. Boy, you're sharp. Now, Mohegan Sun already has a property in Pennsylvania. In Poconos. Yeah. 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 But Wynn does not, does he? He doesn't uh, have no, anything no, anywhere. No, Well, my question to you is, um, since you just went through this in Massachusetts, did Massachusetts make the right choice choosing Wynn? And number two, does this choice in Massachusetts influence Philadelphia's choice? Uh, answer to the first question is it's too soon to tell, primarily because there is a sword of Damocles hanging over the neck of all casinos in Massachusetts, and that yep. is the referendum question uh, that would potentially kill the enabling legislation that was passed by the legislature two and a half years ago. Uh, and my thought was that the win bid would be a better way of uh, winning public favor because he has so much money and he has such uh, incredibly beautiful properties yeah. and successful properties. And it's an international world, business too. And around so, the world. And yeah. that he would better make the case for bringing in outside high-level gamblers as opposed to Mohegan Sun, which tends to be, you know, it's very nice and they got a lovely poker room uh, down at uh, in Connecticut, but it's not the same level of clientele, I would think. Yeah. Uh, so, if the referendum question passes and casinos are defeated, which ironically it's you vote yes for the referendum question to kill the casinos, you vote no to allow them to continue. If the casinos die, then I don't know that it was the right choice. Maybe Mohegan, uh, a local tribe, would have been better to curry local favor. But as far as just the merits of the casino proposals, I felt from the beginning that a win was better for two reasons, largely. One, he has such incredibly deep pockets yeah, yeah. and such a proven track record that uh, ha you, you can't beat that. I mean, he's tremendous in his properties that he's developed. And the second is, I tend to believe, at least a little bit, that Mohegan Sun may cannibalize its Massachusetts business to feed its Connecticut business. Mm -hmm. In other words, it's, you know, they might try to steer some of their clients still down to Connecticut, where their primary operation is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, if you look at the referendum questions that they had in each of the locales, uh, East Boston Revere, which was the original sighting, and then Revere separately, only narrowly passed the enabling local referendum to allow construction in their community. While Everett, 80% were in favor of building a casino in their backyard. 
So I thought that that was a good reason to award it to Everett. It wasn't perfect. There were some ties, potential ties to uh, gamblers and shady characters. Yeah. And that was not very pretty. Well, some indictments were just handed down, that's too. That's right. So, that's I mean, not... that was kind of messy. Yeah. But I'm happy with Wynn getting it. I hope that uh, casinos are allowed to exist legally in Massachusetts. Do you think that will influence Philly's choice? Uh, and, good, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have, you know better than I yeah. what goes on down there. I think uh, Wynn definitely gains some credibility by having yet another casino site. Um, but the truth is that until his casino is built yeah. in <laughs> Massachusetts, uh, it doesn't really make much difference in the minds of the public in Pennsylvania yeah. because you can't say, well, there's a wonderfully successful casino in a big city. So I don't know that it makes any difference at all. Yeah, I think everyone down in Pennsylvania is seeing the Mohegan Sun loss as like a home field loss. I was like, oh, my God, they're a New England property. You would think they'd have the inside track in getting that casino. Nah, I, I wouldn't think that yeah. I, for the reason I stated. Having a property already in Connecticut, yeah. that's the flagship. Uh, I would think that it would be suspect to have another place so nearby that you might end up uh, – minimizing the ability to just attract your own yeah. client base. And I think Wynn can successfully argue and did successfully argue that he's going to go after the high-end whales from all over the world mm -hmm. and that they will be attracted to his property more than to a Mohegan Sun property. And I think that's probably true, and I think that's probably good. You know, I think subconsciously I use the word track because <laughs> by not choosing Mohegan Sun for the Boston area casino site uh, – they basically wiped away horse racing in the Boston area. Suffolk Downs is closed now. Yeah, but let's not so. let's not. Um, I know it was on the decline going down. It was, it was dead. It was it dead. It was going to really? die. I mean, without the reason, ironic. The casino legislation that was originally passed by the legislature was at least in some large measure passed to save horse racing mm -hmm. in Massachusetts because money was supposed to be going right from the site to the track to keep it up like uh, the racinos in New York. Yeah, yeah. They use the slot revenue to keep the tracks going. And so that was one of the main reasons to get casino uh, legalization in Massachusetts to help racetrack, to help the racetracks. But Suffolk Downs could not have withstood, uh, wouldn't have existed at all without this. Yeah. And uh, to say that you know, this selection is responsible for it dying. Who knows? There's already another bidder that might try to operate mm -hmm. with some yeah. state money uh, directed there from the casino profits of other places. So it remains to be seen. But racetrack uh, betting diminished greatly as soon as casino gambling and lotteries yeah. and other forms of gambling, instant kino, because – People don't really care yeah. about the well, horse race. That's the whole thing in New Jersey. The sports betting idea, the concept of sports betting, came about to save the racetracks. The one place they wanted to have it, I mean, William Hill already set up shop in Mammoth um, Park in New Jersey. So uh, I think they're they're betting on some, uh, some big legislation from the New Jersey legislature. I think the days of horse racing may be numbered anyway. Sad. I yeah. love it, but I think, frankly, from an animal rights perspective, yeah. there's yeah. something at least a little bit offensive to many people now about horse racing, just as dog racing became abhorrent. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, which I don't, I never really understood, but apparently the industry crossed the line, and they are banned in Massachusetts. Uh, and I think 
horse racing may be going the same way, especially if you have a lot of other outlets for gambling. I mean, look at High Lie. Yeah. <laughs> High Lie was incredibly popular when there were no other gambling outlets in Connecticut. But now maybe there's one place that does. Uh, Doesn't Connecticut have a High Lie? Well, they used I, to. They used to, right? They don't. The only High Lie, I think, I guess it's Florida, on the right? Coast is in Florida. Florida. Yeah. They may do some uh, studio High Lie for. Taping and just, I, I don't know, but it's almost completely dead. The only time I ever saw Highlight was the starting of Miami Vice. Interesting. It, well, we got some questions about crowded poker rooms, and I'm going to tie a little bit of uh, a poker milestone. How's okay, that coming there up? There you go. There you go. Well, you, you talked about going to Maryland Live and how great a city poker room is. It's, um, you told the wait was, I think you said three hours? Very or? long, yeah, very busy. What the big news is coming into Philadelphia is the first time the city of Philadelphia is having a poker room. The Sugar House Casino is opening its poker room in November. Wow. Well, it's a temporary poker room, but uh, they're going to keep it running 24-7 until the summer and the or the fall when their permanent one is built. Everyone is talking about the crowds that are coming and how to handle the crowds and uh They've come up with an app now that you can, before you go there, you put your, you re- reserve a spot at the table and they tell you how long it is to wait and when your time is up. I'm just curious, you've been to a lot of poker rooms. How do, what was the best way they dealt, dealt with crowds coming in and how do you not get frustrated and sit around for three hours and wait for a table? The answer is simple. Uh, the best way to deal with crowds is to give people beepers so that they can go all over the casino and do other things while they're waiting or even go out to their car or whatever, and then without having to be present in the casino to know that your seat is available and that you have five minutes to come claim your seat. That's what they do at Maryland Live. Uh, How did it work? I I know that's the standard. They said Maryland Live is one of the more crowded poker rooms, and I think what they said is they handle it really well. And what everyone's saying is a poker room in Center City, Philadelphia, is going to be ten times worse, and they're trying to figure out how to work that out. The way that they do it is very simple. You go up to the brush, which is the person who controls the sign-up list. You tell them what game you want. They say, well, sir, that looks like it'll be you have 40 people in front of you. We can't tell you precisely, but it looks like it's about a two-hour wait. They give you a beeper, and they say any time between – an hour from now to three hours from now, you sh- your name should be called. You'll have five to seven minutes to come uh, get your seat. So you can go to the sports book. You can go to dinner. You can go, you know, wherever you want within a mile of the perimeter of the casino, presumably. And then you get called and you come back in with your flashing beeper. And you say, <laughs> what do I do? And they say, oh, I want to um, give you my money now. <laughs> what's your name? Uh, Ashley. Okay, Ashley, give us the beeper. You're... Table 37C2. Very simple. Okay, sounds good. Good. All right, well, that'll do it for House of Cards. Come back next week, listeners, and until then, good day and good luck.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.